You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hello, and welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli. I'm here with my wife, Gina. Gina, what are we talking about today? And we'll tell us what we've won. What? You have won an all-expense-paid trip to... Writing Momentum Podcast. I know, the next 15 minutes of your (laughs) life, right? We're talking today about the three people you need to publish your book. And, And you and I were on a trip recently, and we started talking about we were actually listening to another podcast. Yes. And you and I started talking about this, that there are people, specialists that independent authors need in order to get their book published in a really successful way. Yeah, because normally, I say normally, the way it used to be, you would just write your book and then you'd connect with a traditional publisher and they would do a lot of things to help you get your book published. But today... Most of us are self-publishing. The world of publishing has changed. And I'm sure we've talked about that a lot. We'll talk about it more. But in doing so, what's happened is that writers who used to do just the writing themselves now think that they need to do everything else themselves. They try to make writing a solitary venture. And it's really, it's not. Writing is something that you need to get a team of people to help you publish a book. And uh, because otherwise, what what happens? It just doesn't come across quite as professional. It it, and, yeah. and you've heard people for years, people would talk about, oh, you self-published your book. And there was this kind of stigma, the stigma to it yeah. that you weren't a real author. And first of all, that is absolutely not true. We could talk for a long time and maybe we do need to do another podcast, Chris, just about why independent publishing is a viable option for authors. But to overcome that stigma that has been around, you need to do some things. You need to take some of those steps. And these are things that publishers would have done for you. And And traditional publishers still do. Yeah. And keep in mind that if you don't do these things, what's going to happen is you're going to have a less professional book your messaging isn't going to be as effective. Your sales won't be as good. That's why you've got to do these things. These are not areas or three positions that you can just say, eh, I can do without that. I think what I've done is good enough. And generally when people say that someone who self-published, if they say that and they don't think that is a valid thing to do, it's because they've read too many books by people who don't have the help of the three positions mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's get started. Let's talk about what, who is the first person that you need if you are going to publish your book? Who I, is it, Chris? I bet anyone listening is going to know what we're going to say because we talk about this all the time. Yeah. And that is you must have an editor. Absolutely. You do not want to publish your book without an editor. Every writer needs an editor. It doesn't matter how good of a writer you are. That's one of the things that, I learned early on in my career was that no matter how great something came together, no matter how divinely inspired that piece seemed, if I didn't have an editor, it might go out with mistakes, obvious mistakes. There, It's too easy just to miss things and not to, we're not just talking about grammar, though we are talking about grammar. We're also talking about just overall content 
It's the overall messaging. Editors help you find those things. And we talked in a podcast or two ago about the four types of editors that are out there. And sometimes you can find those four kinds of editing in one person, but you've got to have your book edited. You've got to have an editor. Now, let me ask you, Chris, you say you need to have an editor. What if you have a friend who just is a really good, seems to be really good at writing? By all means, have them go through it, read it, and tell you what they think. But that's not an editor. An editor is someone who, day by day, they do this professionally. They know exactly everything to look for. They're able to see things that the common reader would not see, no matter how good that person is. Because an editor has essentially trained that editing muscle in their brain. They've made it super strong so that they can find things that you wouldn't otherwise find. I remember one of my first book series that I did, I had this great editor that worked with me. And she would find things about the way I described individual characters' eye colors on page 10 versus page 192. And she'd notice that I use slightly different words and bring that to my attention. And that's the kind of thing that no one else caught. Even some of the other editors didn't catch because she was that good. And so you've got to find a good editor to help you who can pull that good stuff out of you to make your book the best it can be. How about nonfiction? Do you think nonfiction editor or writers it's the need same editors? Thing. It's no different. It's still finding those connections. It's finding the the content, the grammar, the spelling, the everything that you might not have seen. If you've ever written a piece and then taken a nap, <laughs> come back to it a day later and discovered that like you left a word out and you're thinking, how can I have left a word out? I read this sentence 400 times. It's because our mind skips over it. Our mind doesn't see our own material sometimes when we edit our material. And sometimes it doesn't even see it when we edit something of a friend because we kind of read their voice into it. You need to have someone who professionally knows what to look for. I would say even I do editing for nonfiction books. And I, when I am in that mode of editing, I am really thinking through that book in its totality. I am really thinking, what did this author do at the beginning of the book? What did that author try to do at the end of the book? Did it change? And I can even change or even notice, because I've been doing this for a while, I can notice when an author has either stepped away from the book and then come back to the process or to the pro project, that there, if there's been a tone that has changed, if they've all of a sudden changed the verb tense in the book, that has happened before. If they're formatting it differently, if they're treating different grammatical things, elements differently from the beginning to the end, I can even tell and this one really hit me this last time. I've been working on a book here recently, and I can tell that there were two different authors on it. It's a book that's been ghostwritten, and I can tell that there were two different authors by the way that they are treating different elements in the book. And so I'm having to go back and I'm saying, okay, wait a minute, that author did this here. And when I say the author, I'm saying the person whose name is on the book, even though it was ghostwritten, I can tell that. But I'm looking at what the person did at the beginning what they did at the end, and I need to make sure that there is consistency throughout. You're even talking about sentence structure, aren't you? Like you're I'm not talking about, talking about messaging. Yes. It's sentence structure, you can it's tell the difference. Sentence structure, I can tell the difference. I can tell the difference by just the way that the people have treated different things, that there were different writers on the project. Even though from strictly from just reading it, 
you wouldn't necessarily know that. I know that because I'm saying somebody who did that at the beginning wouldn't have done that at the end. And so I'm seeing that. And it's totally fine. We're going to pull it together. But I know when I'm looking at the book, it's already been through several read-throughs by several different people. But because I'm working very hard, because I carry that weight to make sure that when I turn this project back to its owner, that it is in a tip-top shape. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's something that someone who is just casually reading it is not going to think about. Someone who is professionally reading it and they're really trying to make sure that their name, that they're keeping a good standard for their name, that's something different. So Absolutely. just to give you an idea of what a what somebody who actually works as an editor, what we're thinking about, our ultimate goal is to make sure that the author, the person whose name is on the book, it looks as good and that their work is as clean as possible. So you need to have a good editor. One person you need to publish your book. The second person that you need to help you publish your book is a book formatter. Now, this is super important. Yeah. This is something that I see that many authors skip over because it's so easy nowadays to take a Microsoft Word document and just upload it to Amazon or any other service and say, oh, my book is formatted now. And here's what happens when you do it like that. It looks self-published. It doesn't look like a publisher, like anyone actually touched it. And while you can get by doing that, if you need to, if you need to pinch pennies, I highly recommend you have books formatted. Book formatting is something that I've done with many clients, and I can't tell you how many of them will have their books. They'll self-format or have someone who's not very experienced in book formatting format their book. And then they end up bringing their book to me because they're not happy with it. And I look at it and I'm, I, I usually smile because I know, oh, I'm going to be able to wow them. Because just by putting in a bit of effort and using some of the right apps and using some of the touches that I've learned over time that really do well, that add things like flourishes throughout the book, chapter breaks that are unique including some of the different pages you need to have that maybe you didn't think about, about the author page or blurbs at the beginning, you can start to really create a book that has a totally different look inside than what just doing it yourself would have. And boy, do people get impressed after they see that sort of thing. And so I highly encourage you, go ahead and pay someone who knows what they're doing to format your book. They can bring it up a whole nother level yeah. and really make it make a difference. And that's especially true if you're going to have any kind of graphics throughout. And I don't mean, yes, I'm talking about photos, but even if you just want like chapter headings that are graphics, if you want to have flourishes here or there, doing that sort of thing in a book is the kind of thing that you're going to need a book formatter to do. But if you do it, you'll see a huge difference. Absolutely. I would also add to that consistency. Yes, consistency you, too. It, it, just like we're talking about with the editing where I'm going through it, I'm making sure there's consistency mm -hmm. about it. As the book formatter, you're doing the same thing. Yes. You are going through and you are making sure it is consistent. And what do I mean by consistent? I mean that the chapters are on which page? That the chapters are on the right-hand side. That's a big mistake that I see all the time where people will have their book chapters just start on wherever the last page, last chapter ended, the next one starts on the next page. That's not the way that professionals do book formatting. Book formatting should always have the chapter starting on the right-hand page. It's such a simple thing, and yet it will make your book stand out. If people are going through your book and the chapters start on the left-hand page instead of the right-hand page, it looks so. 
I would even say the spacing at the beginning of the, the spacing, chapters. The spacing, the font you, know, you use, the, the spacing between paragraphs, mm-hmm. the usage or not of tabs, which can, depending on how you want it to look, that can change. The way you format quotes or... Pull quotes uh, pull, that you're Yeah, yeah about. pull quotes. End material. Or, or yeah, end material or even things like poems or scripture verses. Those things all should have a unique format that looks the same throughout the book but that fits that book's style. And uh, by doing that, it really makes a difference. It absolutely does. Every time you get a hold of a project that I know has been published elsewhere and you you can absolutely tell that it is self-published and somebody, bless their heart, did it (laughs) from Word and just uploaded it. Every time you do that, I'm just like, oh, wait till they see what Chris does with it because it's going to be pretty. Speaking of pretty, what's the next thing you need? Do you need an editor, a formatter, and a... A cover designer. You need a cover designer. And golly, guys, do not, (laughs) golly, guys, do not do this in your word that you just put a bunch of clip art on there and or have 10 different fonts on your cover or. That's a big one. Oh, my goodness. People love to use. And when we're talking about cover, we're not just talking about the front cover. We're also talking about the spine. We're talking about the back cover. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of different elements and there needs to be a consistency and a cohesion to it. And I would even encourage you, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't afford to hire all these things out, I would encourage you to get on Amazon or go to your local bookstore or go to the library and see what the recent designs are for books. You can see if you're going to try and do it yourself. I don't recommend that. I really recommend you have it professionally done. But if you're going to try it, start with some kind of template so you're not just throwing words on there. Yeah, I really recommend this as one thing you don't try to do yourself because people judge a book by its cover. They just do. And when you have a cover that is self-created, no matter how proud you may be of it, it may not bring the book up to the potential that it has. And it's what we tell people who design their own picture books and do their own drawings. Usually your strength is in the writing or the design, not in both. And so don't try to do both. Instead, hire that out. It'll result in higher book sales. It'll result in a book you can be even more proud of. Find a designer who understands color theory, who understands how to use just how many fonts they should use and the types of modern fonts. Have one that likes to look at those books that Gina was just talking about, that is able to look at your genre, go on Amazon and find out what the trends of the looks of books in that genre are right now and able to use those in your book cover just by doing and someone who understands marketing a bit, because you need to have a bit of marketing both on the front and the back of that cover, right? The quotes that you pull, the words that you have, the about the author section, everything comes back to marketing at that point, because really the whole cover is about marketing the book, right? Mm -hmm. Getting someone to say, oh, I want that. I'm going to purchase it. So you've got to find someone who understands those things to some degree in order to get a good design. I even was taking a class recently and the trainer was talking about how you really narrow down those keywords. And when I'm talking about keywords, I'm not just talking about and from an SEO standpoint, but talking about why are people looking for your book and what genre are they looking for? So if you are in the financial field and your book is in the financial field, then your back copy 
needs to reflect that very carefully and really talk about what problems are you going to solve for people or what kind of information are you going to give. So I, I really encourage you as you're putting your cover designs together to also be checking out the cover copy, that mm -hmm. cover copy. Look at what some other competing titles have for their copy, for their descriptive copy, their back copy, and try to work some of that in. Really study it from a professional standpoint Yes, and try to work that in as well. So those are the three people you need. You have those people, plus you're going to have a really nice, professional, self-published book. You need an editor, a formatter, and a cover designer. Will that cost a bit of money? It'll cost a little bit of money, yes. But hopefully those things are able to increase your sales and the the really the pride that you're going to take away from having such a nice book that it totally makes it worth it. And the validity of yes. you as an author, yes. it's going to help with that as well. But now, we do want to add one more thing. There is one more, and we're not going to get deep into this. We just want to put a bug in your ear about this. This is bonus. Um, this is a bonus. One more person <laughs> that we think you might need when you publish your book, and that is a book launch specialist, right? The book launch specialist is someone who understands how to put a launch team together and help you market that book when it first comes out. Because so many, this is what the number one question we get. How do I sell my book? And it's a good question because it's one of the hardest things to navigate, right? How do you get that book in the right hands? And a book launch specialist can help you do just that. And I will add this. We see so many people that finish their book, they have it edited, they have it designed, they have it formatted, they have mm. the whole thing, and they get that done and they upload it straight to Amazon and and then wait, wait for it to sell. And that's not any different than creating a website and putting it out there and thinking, okay, now people are going to find my website. Mm -hmm. They're just not. There's too much competition. There's too much else out there. People aren't going to find it unless you start to push people toward it. You need a little bit of marketing in order to make that happen. So while you are having your book edited, while yes. you are having your book formatted, while you are having the cover designed, this is the time for, and really even before that, that you want to start thinking about that marketing side so that you are putting your plans in place. And if a book specialist, a book launch specialist is not in your budget, then we encourage you to start learning. You can, there are people who mm -hmm. know how to do this. There are people that train others how to do this. Check that out. Look for someone who is willing to teach how to launch a book successfully. Yes. And maybe in the future here, we can have someone on the podcast that can we tell us more to. about this because I think that would be us. Yes. Very interesting podcast, yeah? Absolutely. All right. So those are the three things. That's what we want to talk to you about today. Three people you need to publish your book, an editor, a formatter, a cover designer, and as a bonus, a book launch specialist. We hope that this podcast has been super helpful for you today because we just love doing this game together and encouraging one another because we need each other. And that's why we hope that if you've enjoyed it, you will rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast. Really asking for your review this week. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite platform. And uh, that helps other people find the podcast too. And that's something a lot of people don't do. They don't leave reviews. And if you do that, it really means a lot to us. And it means a lot to other people too. Right. But meanwhile, hey, if you've enjoyed this, I'm glad because we're here to help you. We love doing it. We're not in this alone because together we have writing momentum. Bye-bye.
been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum.